You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news. The Jackson Town Council voted Monday to loosen the occupancy requirements in its land development regulations. The move will effectively eliminate Ordinance 473, which previously banned more than three unrelated people from living together in a single-family home. Vice Mayor Arne Jorgensen says nixing the rule is a critical step in making the valley more livable for Teton County's working population. But he also says it comes with some caveats. I mean, to me, this change increases opportunity for housing in our community. Um, It will lead to more enforcement and it will lead to more the importance of the town increasing resources to code enforcement. Specific updates include removing the definition of the term family from town regulations in order to better accommodate non-traditional households. Counselors also upped current occupancy limits to four people per 200 square feet of a house, or four per bathroom, depending on the location. Grand Teton National Park has hosted nearly 3.5 million visitors so far in 2020, according to the park. That's already surpassed the biggest year on record, which was 2018, with three months still to go. Interest in northwestern Wyoming's wild places has continued to rapidly rise over the past five years, with trail use in Grand Teton up almost 50 percent since 2017. The park is reportedly studying visitor habits to try and make sure the experience of traveling here is worthwhile for tourists, even as records continue to shatter nearly every month. A new poll has found that the majority of Wyoming voters support Medicaid expansion, a move that was killed by a state Senate committee last March. Lori Weigel discussed the main findings of the poll during a virtual press briefing Tuesday. So we had a majority of Republicans, a majority of independent or unaffiliated voters, and virtually all Democrats, 98 percent, indicating support for this. Uh, There are very few policy issues on which we conduct opinion research where we see this kind of broad bipartisan support, even with a partisan distinction here. It's still very striking. Weigel is principal of New Bridge Strategy, the Republican opinion research company that conducted the poll. The poll also found that more than one in four residents polled are worried about losing their health insurance in the next year. Medicaid expansion is expected to come before the state legislature again next year. When you think about iconic Western species, you might think about bison, moose, or a grizzly bear. But one animal to consider might be the sage grouse. Sage grouse are a small bird native in many states across the West and integral to Wyoming's history and tribal cultures. Dally Edmonds, director of policy and outreach for Audubon Rockies, explained in a Zoom presentation last week what makes them unique. So when the males are the first to arrive on the lex and they'll fight each other um, to try and get the attention of the females, they'll strut around with their tails fanned and emitting this drumming sound from their air sacs and their chest, squeezing nearly a gallon of air, and sound can travel for up to two miles. Wyoming hosts 37 percent of the world's sage-grouse population, according to Edmonds. The species thrives in sagebrush habitats, which are numerous across the mountain west, but slowly dwindling throughout the country due to a number of factors. Edmonds says the time is now for conservation and habitat protection efforts to become more sustainable and noticeable throughout the country. Water experts from across the West testified before Congress Friday. 
As KUNC's Alex Hager reports, policymakers from the federal government, seven states, including Wyoming, and two tribes, spoke about drought. One congressman described the dire water supply issues as, quote, one of the most pressing challenges we face in the 21st century. State water leaders urged collaboration between the basin's users. John Ensminger runs the Southern Nevada Water Authority. Do we double down on the promises of the last century and fight about water that simply isn't there? Or do we roll up our sleeves and deal with the climate realities of this century? Many said the river was over-allocated and will not be able to support those who rely on it, including 40 million people and more than a trillion dollars of economic activity. Alex Hager, KUNC. This has been the Weekly News Roundup from the KHOL News Team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.